because we have some special guests that have come with us, come to us all the way from Tanzania and East Africa. And a couple of years ago in 2018, I had a chance to travel there and, uh, and they, they came and blessed and took a team that was out. I wasn't a part of their team, but I'm telling you, you're in for a treat today. Please welcome, uh, Gil and, and, and Dolphy Mwanda. I, I, I am Mwanda. I, I get this wrong every time. I can't say my African is not very good. Um, and, uh, and so they can help correct me, but we're so glad that they're with us today. Thank you so much, Pastor Aaron. Thank you so much. <laughs> and me too. I have problem for people names. <laughs> <laughs> so my name is Gila Gwenda Maunda Kidale Kambada Tok. And this is my wife, Dolphy. And, uh, so in America, you know, they say we don't, we don't like this long name. So they're cutting short, say calling me Gil. But if you're coming to Tanzania, you make sure you understand about the long name because if you say Gil, people do not understand. They say, who is Gil? You know? <laughs> well, we are missionaries to the Datog, and actually, Giligwind is a Datog as well. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about the Datog. They're in Tanzania, numbering anywhere from 250 to 300,000, and they are traditionally nomadic. So they would travel with their cows and their goats and their sheep from one area to the next area. Um, but because land is a premium these days, they have retreated to the farthest areas where there is no ability to farm. So they've retreated to areas that are semi-arid, kind of deserty, where there's no water. And they continue to live in small pockets of anywhere between 500 and 1,000 in each location. And when I say location, I mean completely remote, completely bush, where there are no roads, no stores, no churches, no schools or hospitals. And so God has called us to do church planting among the Datog where there is no, no church. And so that's what we do. We go into one remote place after another. We live with the people there, and uh, we start planting churches in the surrounding villages. And God is an amazing God, is he not? Amen. 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 And so we are so thankful for, uh, we've been doing this together 18 years of marriage and planting churches in the bush. And, you know, when I first started as a single missionary, and uh, that was 25 years ago, and um, knowing that I would be going into the bush doing this type of ministry, there is a piece of scripture, uh, Galatians 6, 9, that tells us, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And I have held on to that scripture for the good times and the bad times, because guess what? There will always be bad times, and, but God is faithful. And by God's grace, now we, we have planted, where the, again, where there were zero, 45 church plants. And that is a praise to God. And through that process, the Lord has allowed us to not just plant churches, but to work together with different organizations and churches so that we started um, building schools because the Datog is 98% illiterate because they're so far out, there's no schools. So we started raising up these kids in the Lord, building Christian schools in these areas. And I tell you, church, wherever you put a school, a Christian school, 
the church grows like crazy because God is in it. As these kids are growing up and witnessing to their family members, it makes such a big difference. But we're going to show you just a little bit of a video that will show you a little of what God has done. an amazing God. I mean, every time I look at that video, I see the power of God because I know that it's not Gil, it's not me. It's all the Lord and all the power of prayer. Earlier, I mentioned in the first service, and I'll try and go really quick on this. Uh, when we first started working amongst the Datog, it was really hard. Nothing would go right. You do this, something would go wrong. You do that, something would go wrong. And people were not getting saved. And for the first year that when we moved out to get a Melanda, um, people would come to our house every day and say, you need to move. We've cursed you. You're going to die. Well, you meet, need to move. We cursed you. The roof is going to come off your house. And, or there's no water here. You can't survive. And just one thing after another. And so many things went wrong that... You know, it almost looked like the enemy was actually defeating us for a while. And there was this one day where thing after thing had gone wrong, 
that uh, um, Gil and I, we were praying over the village. And as we're walking, I just sat down and I began to weep. And I told Gil, I said, I believe this has been the hardest year of my life. And perhaps God has closed the door. And uh, Gil said, you know, and that was wisdom from the Lord. He said, God will never close the door until his purpose has been fulfilled. And we were called there. We were convinced we were called there. We knew we were called there. And then I knew that that was true. And that's when we started changing our lives over to a life of prayer. We realized that it doesn't matter nothing, no program you do, no series you do or anything is going to matter if you're not in line with God's will. And we started praying and praying and praying and fasting. We won't go to the front or to the back or to the side or wherever without hearing from God. And so we started to realize that prayer is the key, that through prayer, everything can happen and God will fulfill his purpose. And that's the result of those 45 churches. I'm going to share a quick testimony because this is what an amazing God we have. One morning, Gilligan woke up and he said, Dolphy, the Lord has told me that we need to spend three weeks in dedicated prayer. And I said, okay. And so what we did is we went out to the community and we told them we are going to shut our gate. And, and during that three weeks, we're not going to receive any visitors. And so you have to do that. And they understand that because of all the witchcraft that they're involved in. So they knew that they wouldn't come to our house for three weeks. But as we were shutting our gate, one man came to the house. And he came there and he said, can I have a job? And he wasn't from our village. And I said, well, I don't know. And I said, you know what you could do? Because by this point, we had dug a well. And I said, you can go down to the well, which was about two miles away. Take this push cart and get us some water so that we have some water here. And I pointed at a tank. And I was pointing at like a 50-gallon tank. But behind that was all our rainwater collection tanks that were all dry. And uh, so we gave him the key to the gate. And we went off to the church. And we started focusing on prayer. And for three weeks, we prayed. And then at the end of that three weeks, he had come back and we wanted to pay him. Well, what we didn't realize is during that entire three-week time, he was going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, filling up our water. And he filled up 2,000 gallons of water in our tanks. And we paid him and we laughed. We're like, wow, what are we going to, we have never had that much water on hand. And so we weren't sure what we were going to do with it all. But the next day, we needed to go to town and get some supplies. Now, you got to understand it. Town was eight hours away, and we would buy all our supplies for an entire month. So you go there, you sleep overnight, you get all your supplies in bulk, and you come back. And so we came back, and the next morning, I wanted to go ahead and, and burn all our boxes that we brought back all the supplies in. And Gil said, I'm going to go over to the witch doctor's house because uh, the witch doctor's wife accepted the Lord. He said, I'm going to go there and, uh, and share about Jesus because he's also holding her back from going to church. And so he walked to the witch doctor's house, which was about two miles away. And I looked and there was no wind going on. And, and so I grabbed these boxes and I took it to a burn pit that we had, which is like about um, 50 yards away from our house. 
And there's a burn pit that goes down 15 feet deep. And I threw the boxes in there and I started to burn them. And I would stand there and always watch just in case. I don't know what I would do if something happened, but just in case I would stand there. And as it got down to really low, I realized, oh no, I forgot something. So I went back to the house and I went to get it. And as I was walking out of the house, and it's, like I said, it was like about 50 yards or maybe 100 yards, somewhere between there. I saw off in the distance one little ember go up in the air and come down. And it came down on that dry grass, and it just went whoosh. And it started to spread like crazy. Well, I ran as fast as I could get there to think I could stomp it out, but I couldn't even get close to it because by the time I had got there, it was like 15 square feet of fire. So I ran back to the house thinking I'd get a bucket, but I'm looking at it, and now it's like 50 yards of uh, square yards of fire. And so I run into the house. I grab the cell phone. I call Gil. I say, help, there's a fire, and I hang up. And then I come back outside, and now it's like 400 square yards of fire. I realize that I have just caused the next three villages to burn down. And so I start praying and and at that time, Jill, when you heard so, the phone call? So she calling me and I am in the house. And you know in Tanzania it's, it's in, in the mud house and the network is not good. So she calling me and and I go outside. The moment I stand up outside I see high smoking and I telling the guy, I say, you know, something happening at my house. So I starting running. The moment I'm starting running in my mind is coming one prayer. In the name of Jesus, the fire stopped. I pray this the time I'm running. And I'm at the same time, I'm praying. And church, I tell you, something happened that I have no explanation for. As I was watching it, I'm praying. I hear myself audibly praying. I'm praying in tongues. And I hear myself praying, but everything stopped. It was like somebody pressed pause on a video. The flames were standing still. That's what I saw. And I have no idea how long that was, but I heard myself praying throughout that time and, and nothing was moving. And I'm, I'm not understanding it because it makes no sense to mankind. And the next thing I know, now remember he was two miles away, but he was running while he was praying. The next thing I know, I hear the cry for help. And I see Gil leaping over the thorn fencing and the witch doctor right behind him. And uh, he grabs a bucket. And at that moment, when I, he was leaping over, everything was moving again. He grabbed a bucket and he ran over to the far side. And he said, in the name of Jesus, fire go out. And he threw it on that side. And then he ran to the center said, in the name of Jesus, fire go out, and, and then one on the side. And the witch doctor, ironically, copied everything he did. And, uh, and all of a sudden, the fire just went and went out. There's, yeah, let's clap. That was a miracle from God. You know, this is the bush. There's no 911. There's no fire you know, fire trucks or anything like that. This was a miracle from God. The village came and they said, what happened? And I thought they meant, how did the fire start? And they said, no, 
what we saw and what we felt was all of a sudden the wind came from this direction, this direction, this direction, and this direction at one time. That was the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Mm. I walked around that property and I weeped for weeks at a time because what I saw was something that man cannot do. It was the power of God. And do you know that we needed every bit of that 2,000 gallons of water to put on the embers so that when the wind blew, that it wouldn't restart the fire? God knew three weeks in advance, we went into prayer, and he sent a man into the village to do this. That is the type of powerful God we serve. God is so powerful. His name is so powerful. And actually in Tanzania, in the bush, not all Tanzania, but in the bush, Dolphy and I, we're planting churches. It's very easy for us to see what God is doing. The miracles we're reading in the Bible is working. You don't see in America, maybe or maybe you see, but I believe we see in everywhere. But the difference is Satan. Satan always, anything God is he doing, he wants to switch and to show you this is not God. And actually, if, if, if we don't have enough foundation with Jesus, with the word of God and time for praying and fasting, you just confuse, you know, sometimes you don't, you just confuse and sometimes you don't understand, you know, this is God, maybe it's not God. And Satan, he loves so much those people that not love prayer. Those people that not love prayer, those people that not love reading the word of God, Satan, he loves so much because it's so easy to switch their mind so quick. But those they are ready, they have foundation with God for prayer and reading the word of God. Satan is afraid because you understand that anything is coming. The Holy Spirit says, this is, this is Satan. So, so it's, it's easy communication. Dolphy and I, I tell you, I don't know how many miracles we've seen in the bush. For snakes, for leopards, for hyenas for lions, and we see protection of God. Black mambas, cobras, I don't know how many I killed. Sometimes at the door, sometimes in the house, uh, cats showing us this is a snake in the house. Okay, she calling me, hey girl. I say, what? And one time she says, you know, if I calling you, don't say what, come kill the snake. So, so sometimes, sometimes I sleep and I sleep and, and jumping. And I say, wake up. And I say, what? I say, not what? Kill the snake in the middle at night. I say, okay, God. So now it's at night. If I miss these snakes, it's the end of sleeping. We cannot sleep. So, so God helping us a lot. So 
So those are nice because we planting churches in the bush. Those people, they're not know Christ. They're not have anything. It's no TV. It's no radio. It's no Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, nothing. You just go direct and you speak a person because you cannot using anything. It's no text. And the phone we have, it's not like the phone you guys have. You guys have smartphone. We have stupid phone. So if it's too much windy, it's not working. So, so it's nothing work. So you're just calling Jesus. You say, God, I want to go to speak somebody. So God, I want you just helping me. Show me how I can speak this person. Very easy if we're allowing God to helping us. The problem is because sometimes we walk and we're following Jesus, but we, our hearts we close, you know, we, we look like rock, but we keep following Jesus. Sometimes it's a lot of challenges. You want to open your heart. And you say, God, you know, I am a person. And sometimes my mind, you know. Sometimes a lot of things, even in the Bible, I don't believe it. But help me to believe you work, to believe. I tell you, if you loving God, you can see God is doing Let's do opening Bible, Mark, chapter 11, chapter 11, chapter 11, verse uh, 20, 23, 23. My English, I, the first service I say, you know, if I speak and sometimes you don't understand, I'm learning this language. English is so hard, language to learning. Oh my gosh, it's so tough. In Tanzania, we speak 120 language, but... All of them is easy. English is tough. Okay. Mark uh, chapter 11, verse 23. This is Jesus who's speaking at this. It says, I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. If we believe, this is the key, is the foundation of Christianity. If we believe God, he can do it. If you walk and you follow Jesus and you don't have enough foundation with Jesus, a lot of things is Satan is bring it and bring and bring and you confuse and later you give up. You say, I'm not want to go to church. I don't want to go to prayer. I don't want because I don't understand. Because you check, check your mind and your heart. Do you believe it? Because if you believe, it's very easy. The Holy Spirit to teach you and to show you. What do you want to do and what do you can do? Because if we walk, just walk and we don't have enough foundation, we don't reading the word of God, we don't uh, uh, pray. If we fast, we're taking this fast, these days it's easy people to do it. They say, I'm fasting for watching TV. It's not in the Bible. I'm watching today, not looking Facebook. It's not in the Bible. Fasting like this is not fasting, it's joking. Because if we fast, the first thing we fast is in the Bible. And this is powerful. I, pray, I, just, uh, I just sharing the first service and I say, uh, 
you know, I coming back, coming back in the U.S., go back in Tanzania, and I pray. I say, God, what do you want me to do it? And God says, you are a missionary, but I want you to preach. So if I'm coming back in America, I'm not to sharing you my problem, what I have and what, no. I just want to preach the word of God. Because I know this is, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm in America. I'm coming back here, so I want to preach. I go back to Tanzania, I want to preach. This is my job. This is God, he wants me to do it. And I love so much to preach and to see somebody giving love to Jesus. So this morning I want to encourage I don't know, it's encouraging, it's challenging this morning. Think about this. If each person in this room this morning brings somebody to Christ, I, I tell you, this, 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 this building is no room. We can make it one flat because a lot of people... One person, if each person brings somebody to Christ. So, and how we can bring it, if we don't spend the time with the word of God and praying, you can't bring somebody to Christ because we're not using our mind, we're listening to the Holy Spirit, and God changes people's hearts. Nobody can change somebody. Even your mom, even your dad, even your brother and your sister, you can go eat ice cream and you're laughing, but the time you go in the Bible, it's coming different person. Because if you want to make sure you and Jesus, you and timing and God is very important. 10 minutes, 20 minutes. But Satan, what is doing? <laughs> Sometimes I come back in America and I say, Dolphy, this country is God's blessing because even, tech, even, even, even uh, 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 internet is so strong. You go at the airport and you know the phone is, is connect quick. You know, you're not as, asking about, you know, anything. So it's connect. So, so this is why it's in this country and, 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 and in the bush it's, it's not the same. Because in the bush we don't have this stuff. Remote, this is remote, this is TV, this is Facebook, this is Twitter, this is Instagram. So we don't have a lot of stuff to focus on. So you just go walk. So the time you come back. And, and you want, to, uh, you want to, to watch TV, you take this. Because it's no TV. It's no phone. Yeah, I tell you, we have a stupid phone, so the network is not working. So you pick your Bible and you say, okay, so I'm, I just go for strong. This is very strong. This is everything. So it's nothing can switch our mind because even, even we want to pray, and we spend the time with God and we pray. You, you know, it's so amazing if you pray and you fasting and you spend the time with God. It's so amazing. You see God speak to you. He says, go and speak somebody. And he's telling you the name and he's telling you who is this person. The moment you, you go sharing about Jesus, it's so easy. You say, you know, today I'm coming and I want to pray for you because God is love. He asking me to come uh, to share you about Jesus. And he says, oh, okay. Very easy. But if you go just, you not spend the time with God and you go for somebody, don't tell me about Jesus. You think you're good? You think you know God? You know, it's too many questions because you're not what? You don't have a, what did they go? The relationship. Yeah. I'm glad you are here, honey. <laughs> so, Mark, 
Mark chapter 11, verse 23. When a pastor, he preaching at the border of Kenya and Tanzania. So, so he preached on Sunday, and one lady, she's a widow. She's at the church. And I want to say this because I feel it, and I know. God spoke to me. Some people this morning, they're coming, they're carrying a mountains. And I don't know, it's even for your marriage, even right now, I don't know, in your marriage, maybe you, you have this mind, you say, I cannot continue. So you're already making a, like a timing, you know, timing, you want divorce. I want to tell you, this is Satan. I want to share this testimony, this testimony, and you want to pray, you want to repent, and you keep fighting. I don't know what is going on. So this pastor, he preached. He preached at the church, and one lady at the church, she's a widow. And she listened, and uh, after pastor, he closed, and he, uh, he, pray, he praying, and uh, so it's timing to go home. She coming to the pastor and said, Pastor, the message you're preaching today about moving a mountain, if you believe, if you pray, God can move a mountain. You know what? I am a widow and I have 20 acres. And I have children. I can farm one acre, but 19 acres is a mountain. Pastor, can you pray for me, God, to move this mountain and I can have 19 acres, I can farm and for children. Pastor, he, 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 you know, he talked, he says, he says, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this because if you have any problem, it looks like a mountain. And she says, I have a problem. This is a problem. 19 acres is a mountain. I want you to pray for me and God can move this mountain and I can farm because I have one acre to farm. And, and the pastor was actually <clears throat> trying to backtrack off of that a little because he wanted her to think of it figuratively, not literally. So the moment she talks to the pastor, because she read, the time pastor he preached, she's already believed the word of God because she already know she has a mountain and she already know it. This is mountain. If, if I pray, God can move. She already know. So, and, uh, and she says, pastor, you know what? I believe it. I believe it. I want to pray and God can move this mountain. And I believe it. She go home, the first month, the second, and three, and four. Government, Kenya government and Tanzania government, they want to do road from Nairobi going to Arusha. So they're, they're, making, they're making planning, they're making a, a contract. They're, Tanzania and Kenya, they do this road because it's coming from Arusha going to Nairobi. So they agreed they can, they can making this road. So they sign up, they have a contract, uh, the, 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 the company, they sign up, so they, they're ready, you know, they're ready to do road. They're putting uh, everything, they bring uh, these trucks, big trucks, and they're doing research. They're doing research because it's a lot of mountains. So they're doing research to find which mountain is good for gravel and rocks to using for making road. They're doing research, 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 they find a mountain for their lady. It's the best. They not know who this mountain belongs. So they, do, they, they want to find out. They find out, their lady, this is her mountain. So they go talk to her and they say, you know, we're doing research. We are um, 
uh, we signed a contract and we want to make the road going to Nairobi. And that time, that road is so bad because a lot of times we're coming from Nairobi, it's dusty and it's, it's too much, you know. And uh, so she says, yeah, this is my mountain, you know. And they say, okay, so we want to sign up if you agreed and we can pay you each truck and uh, we want to make the road. She says, no problem. So they sign up. They pay each truck, each truck, each truck, a lot of money, tight and offering she took and to take to the pastor. And they say, Pastor, this is my tight and offering. Pastor, he knows this lady, she's a widow. She's not half a lot of money. And, and, and Pastor says, Where you got this money? And he says, God moved that mountain. That mountain is gone. Think about, think about this, okay? That mountain is, she, she, her problem, you know, she walked to the pastor and she says, I have a mountain, I want you to, because her mind is a mountain. She wants to see this mountain is gone. But the way God, he see it, is not the way she see it. God, he knows, even I move this mountain, she cannot farm because she not have money. God is giving money. Helping a pastor, giving a pastor money. Helping Tanzania and government in Kenya and the contract people. So God touch each area, each area, each direction. The way we're going for God and praying. Maybe you pray for one issue. But God, his eyes, he's looking around you. He's looking each direction, each different areas. And because we are people... Sometimes we say, oh, this is my problem is so big, I don't know. You're calling your friend, oh, you know, I have a problem, and you know. Before we calling people, before we look people, we want to look at our boss. We want to say, boss, I have so much problem. Please, I'm here. I don't want somebody, I don't have somebody to help me. I, I, I tell you, it's so easy. I sharing my testimony, uh, the first service, I say I was an alcoholic. I was a bad person. Because in the Toga people, if you're sick or maybe you have any problems, they take you for witch doctors, and they're giving a cows, they're giving goats, they're giving sheep, they're giving a chicken. So my mom and my dad and my uncles and friends, they just try to help me, and they're just tired, you know? And I tell you, my life is so bad. If it's not Jesus, I'm not here today. So, Dolphin and the team, because they're planting a church in Olpiro, they're calling somebody bring the Jesus film. So, so he preached with, with uh, the Jesus film. It's a movie. So I watch the Jesus film and I see miracles happening, miracles happening. Even before I went to the movie, I, I feel like somebody speaks speak to me. He says, your problem today is gone. But I don't understand. You know, I... I say, what is this? But I see the word is, 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 is a different. You know, a lot of times in the U.S., the word, if it's changed, it says, oh, the word today is, it looks like it's coming raining, you know? But that time, even in me, I see something is coming. I sitting down and I watch the movie, and the sound is coming back, and it says, your problem today is gone. Pastor is continue preaching. 
after he closed, he says, if you believe, I tell you, my friend, believe is the key of Christianity. If you don't believe it, even you come to church, even you giving, even you do anything, if you don't believe Jesus, this is the issue. And this is a one problem a um, lot of people, they struggle with to believe Jesus. A children are girls and boys and what? So to believe Jesus, you want to make sure you believe it. If you don't believe Jesus, I don't think you can go to heaven because your mom, she come to church. No. You want to make sure you have first, you have Jesus and you believe. These questions, a lot of questions is from Satan. And actually because you know it's a lot of things going on, you listen to this, it's too much. You cannot continue by self. You want to have Jesus to help you. And uh, so, so I watch and the pastor is close and he says, if you believe you have any problems, you just come. I just running to the pastor because I'm ready now. God, God, uh, God is touching me. I'm running to pastor and I say, pastor, you know, my problem and I see I'm going to die is alcoholic. I, I tell you, I, I drink a lot. I sleep sometimes outside. I don't have food. I don't have water. Sometimes I fall in the sun. Somebody, they find me. One day somebody says, you know, yesterday I find you, you sleep on the sun and it's 110 degrees. He find me almost, almost die. But God is keeping me because he knows one day he can be using me to preach gospel. Why I share this again? I don't know. This morning you're coming in this building. You're carrying a, like a mountain in your heart and your mind. This morning. I don't know. You struggle for watching witchcraft. You're watching movies about witchcraft. You're watching pornography. I don't know what is your struggle. And you try it because the Holy Spirit says somebody have a problem. I don't know who. But he try a lot of times. And he cannot. Because Satan is putting you in the lockup and he wants to keep you every day in this lockup. But you know it, you struggle a lot. Jesus, he loves us so much and he's here. He's asking you this morning, come. Allowing me to take this stuff you're carrying. You cannot do anything. And even some of your friends, they know it, you struggle. Allowing Jesus, this is maybe, maybe uh, the way I can say, the way it's easy to say it. Allowing Jesus to take this struggle. Why you struggle and Jesus is ready to die on the cross? He says, it's finished. Nobody, you can find yourself, you finish, I'm finished. Nobody, accept Jesus. And Satan is, uh, is showing you, this is, this is big, and sometimes Satan show you, this is normal, but it's not normal. Check your heart, because you struggle a lot, and you not feel comfortable, and you try to stop. Sometimes you try, but you see it's coming back. So I want to tell you this. Do you believe it, Jesus? He can take this? Let's to stand up. To allowing Jesus to take this. Let's to stand up.
Because I believe if it's not Jesus, even me, I'm not here. I died for a long time ago. If it's not Jesus, I am not here this morning because I died for a long time ago. I am here because I know God, he loved me so much. Dorothy and I, a lot of times, you know, a lot of times we struggle, we see a lot of stuff. And again, I say we're not perfect. A lot of people, they're thinking missionaries is perfect. We're not. We are people. It's the way you want to live, the way you want to follow Jesus. It's to look like if we're driving a car on the highway. If somebody making a mistake, you cannot fall in. You want to make sure you keep going straight. Even to following Jesus. Even to following Jesus. You cannot switch to following God because somebody make a mistake. No. You cannot keep staying in this box because you don't see anything. I want to say this. God, he loves you so much. God, he wants you loving him to take this stuff and you say, God, I'm ready. So if you are here this morning, maybe on the back over there, maybe over there, maybe in the middle, maybe here. Come on the front, let's pray. Come here, let's pray. I don't know what you have and I don't want to know anything. So just coming here, we can pray for you. Jesus tells us, come, all who are weary Just come, burdened, come, come. Don't listen to the spiritual of Satan because Satan can say, don't go. People, what they can think? Even, even you grow, even you boy and you're coming with your mom, maybe you're coming with your friend, don't look in your mom eyes, don't look in your friend, maybe your boyfriend, maybe you, don't look in coming straight to Jesus because nobody can help you. I tell you, you can struggle, but if you choose to go with Jesus, Jesus, he can take it. If you're at home right now, you can go on down on your there, knees just come and in. you can begin to pray. On the back over there, on the back here, just come. Maybe you struggle for pornography. Maybe you watch movies with the, with the, uh, the uh, spiritual of, of darkness. The Holy Spirit says something is going on. God, he wants to fix you. God, he wants to fix you. Hallelujah. We're waiting you because it's not yet. A lot of people, they want to come, but Satan want to keep you. So it's your choice. You want to come and Jesus take it. Or maybe you want to keep going like this. We're waiting. Come on. We're waiting. I don't want to know anything, but I want allowing Jesus to take. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to remind you the pain you see, the pain you're feeling. Sometimes you don't sleep because you struggle. Come here. You know it. God, we're calling you this morning. We're calling you Jesus. God, our lives, we cannot do anything. We're just loving you this morning, God. Come on. 
We want to pray. Come on. Maybe you say, Gil, why you say, come, if I stand up over there and you pray, no? You take a step. You're showing Jesus today I want to move. You're showing Jesus I just move. I just coming to you. You're showing Satan today I move to Jesus. So this is why I say, just come. Let's do left. Hands up. Left your hands up. Put your hands up. We just go pray. Hallelujah. God, we pray this morning. God, I pray for my friend. I pray for a boy. I pray for a girl. I pray for men. I pray for women. This morning, God, I just pray in the name of power of Jesus. God, we repent our sin we're doing every day. God, I pray in the name of Jesus. We're using our eyes sometimes to see a lot of things that's not good for you. God, fix our eyes and our mind. God, we pray in the name of Jesus. God, anything Satan is doing every day in our lives, in the name of Jesus, we say, Satan, go away in the name of Jesus. You don't have a power in our lives in the name of Jesus. God, we pray in the name of Jesus. Satan, the spiritual of the devil, we say, live in the name of Jesus. You cannot do anything for us in the name of Jesus. God, we just stand up this morning. We call you Jesus. We say we are people. We make mistakes. We struggle. We live in a moment. Sometimes we don't know, but we're just allowing you, Jesus, this morning. Change our hearts. Change our mind. Change our eyes to following you. To keep to following you and to love you, Jesus. We don't want to look right there and left. We just want to follow you, Jesus. I pray for each person this morning, God. I pray because you know what this is struggle about. I pray for sickness, spiritual of diabetes, spiritual of, of cancer. Leave these people in the name of Jesus. You don't have anything in this life in the name of Jesus. God, we call in the name of Jesus because Jesus' his name is powerful. His blood is powerful. We're calling this morning. God, we pray in the name of Jesus. I pray for my friends. I pray for healing. God, just bring healing in the name of Jesus for the mind and hearts. God, just move these mountains. God, I believe you because you changed my life. God, we're asking you because we believe you love us so much. So God, we thank you so much because you listen us and you're watching us. And I pray, God, you're ready to take away this problem in the name of power of Jesus. And we push away the spiritual of the darkness, the spiritual of the devil, the spiritual of Satan. 
want to stir our mind and our hearts. We say in the name of Jesus, go. God, we thank you so much. Just lift, lift your hands up. Let's say, God, thank you. Lift, lift your hands, lift your hands. Say, God, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, because you love us so much. Thank you, God, because you already do miracle. Thank you, Jesus, because we believe you. Thank you, Jesus, because you say if you're carrying anything, if coming to me, I can take away. Thank you, Jesus, because you're ready every day for us. God, thank you so much. Thank you for this morning. I pray for these people. Maybe they're watching online. They struggle. I pray for that man. I pray for that lady. They stay home because their marriage have a problem. And they're afraid they're coming to church. God, I pray, bring healing in the name of Jesus. Satan, you cannot destroy this marriage. You cannot destroy this life in the name of Jesus. We say no, because this is not testimony for Jesus. In the name of power of Jesus, we pray healing. God, we pray. We say, God, thank you so much. God, we're ready. We are here. We're calling you, Jesus. Helping us to follow you, to love you. Changing us, Jesus. Holy Spirit, help us. God, we thank you. Because you love us so much. God, you're watching us every day. Even God, I repent this morning because a lot of things going on in this world. And I, I, I just, God, I, I love to, to, to pray this morning, God, and repent for my friends in this country. And sin did anything is happening in this country. And Satan wants to use to, 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 to use to destroy this country. A lot of people they're afraid. They're thinking America is coming a problem. I say in the name of Jesus, it's no problem in this country. It's no problem because it's a gift from you. And God, we're calling you, we say, God, just bring healing in this country. In the name of Jesus. We cannot listen to spiritual and, and lies of Satan. This country is a gift of God from you. You know what these people are doing. We want to remember because Africa we remember these people what they are doing. They're sending missionaries. This is why we are here because they're sending missionaries to Africa. So God I repent. Anything is happening in this country. And I stand up this morning. I pray for United States of America. I pray for children. I pray for girls. I pray for boys. I pray for women and boys and the military and police 
and governor and senate and, and, and president and each leader God is just giving a, a wisdom in the name of Jesus God I thank you so much the way that you're doing in this country nobody telling you do it you do because you have a purpose and you choose so God I want to say thank you so much we're asking you Jesus we pray for economy we pray for everything the price is go up a lot of people they're worried about gas they're worried about what God this is nothing for you we're asking you Jesus change everything right now it's look not good so God we're asking you because you're boss we not want to worry about the governor about senator about the president we know this is a Satan is not president is not governor is not senator we know it's a Satan he wants to destroy this country and we have a power of a name of Jesus and we say Satan you don't have a power in this country in the name of Jesus God we thank you so much you've given us a power and we want to use the power for economic for everything for people to do business we want to use the power of Jesus to change everything coming good God we thank you so much God we love you because he loves us so much I pray for people that not know you Jesus open eyes coming to the light I pray for those people that already walk go back in the darkness for no reason God I pray changes hearts even right now some maybe they're watching online they're afraid they're hiding in the houses they're not want to come back to the church God I pray showing you love again we need to follow you Jesus so God I thank you so much in Jesus name I pray amen We remember praise for this country because we know I'm here because I'm from Africa and for story I know you guys you sending missionaries to Africa. This is we this is why we're we're Christian because some people they're sending missionaries and we are here. We want to remember this. And I want to say this fear is not from God. We can, God has given us a power. It's in the Bible. You know, it's in the, it's in the Bible. If you're reading a Bible, you see a power God has given us. We can't watch TV and we worry because somebody talking on TV. No, this is not God. We want to, to listen to TV here. What is telling us? We have a power. We can say, God, in the name of Jesus, changes everything people are talking about. We don't want to worry about gas. We don't want to worry about food and about what. Who has given us before? Who has given us before? 
It's God. So we want to come back to boss and to say, God, change everything. You know, Satan is smart. He's showing us president. He's showing us a governor. He's showing us Senate. America is not from Senate. It's not from governor. It's not from president. Those are leaders. But this is a gift from God. So we want to say, God, the gift that you've given us right now is look like it's something not correct. So fix. You can see what God is doing. Thank you so much, Pastor Aaron, for allowing us to come to speak. Thank you so much. Oh, hallelujah. God is good. God is good. God is good. Thank you so much for blessing us. I'm going to just say a prayer, and then the worship team is just going to lead us out with a song. And if you want to just stay in the presence of the Lord, you're welcome to do that. If you need to go, we understand. Father, thank you so much again for your work in this place, for your work in these lives, and for what you've done, Lord, today, that you have moved mountains today. Lord, I look forward to hearing the testimonies of the mountains that are being moved because, Lord, we cried out to you and believe. Lord, help us to continue in faith, to trust and believe that you are the one that moves our mountains. You're the one, God, that can move whatever seems monumental to us, too big for us to handle. It is not too big for you. Thank you, Jesus. We just pray your blessing, Lord, over our missionaries today, and I pray your blessing over each one. In Jesus' name, amen.